Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. This is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder here, and you're listening to the Ever Black Podcast. Hey, human scum, this is odorous from Quark. We're going to battle Fear Factory. This is George Quark, Hunter Fisher. This is Jasmine Delodrop. This is Wade from Al Lost Enemy. This is Mike Nissen, Chris Alton. He is at Wednesday 13. This is Bruce Allen. Rex from Club Devil Hill. This is Gary Bruce from Simple Tour, and you're listening to Ever Black Podcast. All right, before we go into this episode, we just need to give a shout-out to our show supporters, the brutal occult clothing brand Electric Witch, who have amazing apparel from shirts to hoodies to hats to beanies and more. Check out their full range at electricwitch.com.au and put in the code EVERBLACK for 20% off your order. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the EVERBLACK podcast through Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and Facebook, and check out all our articles at everblackmedia.com. All right, on with the show. Liz, thank you for joining us on the show. It's been a little while since we've uh, caught up, but it's it's good to see you out there in the clouds. Thanks. Awesome to see you too in there in this cozy... Oh. My office. Your office, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's not as uh, <laughs> as nice as the... No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, of course, I mean, how have you guys been navigating with all this madness and stuff and uh, preparing the new album to come out and how is everything going in your world right now? We are actually doing okay. Uh, of course it's been, uh, I mean, ha- heights and lows. I mean, the big, biggest uh, terrible thing was of course that my grandmother passed away oh, when sorry. I was in, in lockdown in Denmark. Yeah. I mean, originally things would have been easier um I would. I was supposed to be in Gothenburg, but I wasn't able to be there. So I mean, the, these kind of things was very hard. But um, while we recorded the album, I think, anyways, that uh, you know, these kind of emotions that you felt, it was kind of like art is always a good way, and music especially is very good for healing. So I mean, I was able to write songs. I was able able to sing. I had Olaf by my side, and of course, Jacob Hansen was there. So I I was kind of in a good place, anyways. And then, but the rest of the band has been good. They haven't like lost anyone or they haven't, you know, they're, nobody's been sick. So they're doing good. And um, we've been extremely busy because of this album. And uh, we recorded and we came home and then we started to record music videos and we, you know, uh, started to plan for the future. And we're like, should we do a live stream? What should we do? Oh, you know, so we've been kind of like active ever since um, March when we started this album process, which is, I mean, probably a good thing because we haven't really realized that it, it that it is, you know, oh, uh, a worldwide crisis, except for when we go, when travel, that we need to have masks and special papers and, you know, because we've been over to both Finland and Poland to record music videos, but everything's been smooth. So I guess, you know, it's going to probably hit us later, like maybe November, December or something, when we realize that. Like, okay we don't have anything to do anymore we're like we're not on tour like I, I i can't i actually looking forward to see how how everybody's going to react then mm. when this kind of this campaign is over 
and we are having another mouth and we don't know what to do with it anymore. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> get more career. But I mean, it's a good thing. I mean, the album is, of course, Manifest and uh, comes out on October 2nd through Nuclear Blast. I love it. It's big. It's crazy. It's epic. And uh, it's got some bold, ambitious moves on there, too. It's got some, it's, yeah. it's a hell of a ride, man. Cool. Nice. Yeah, that's what we thought. We don't want to keep hold back or, or overthink stuff. We just do it and see what comes. And uh, obviously, it was created from a, you know, spontaneous and good feeling so that means that the the result is something we feel very positive about in the end so uh yeah good absolutely <laughs> glad it's you like really it really good yeah thank you yeah <laughs> it's exciting I mean, what's the concept behind this one well i mean i guess it's uh we decided to basically just dig into ourselves like use whatever we feel is the current situation and how we feel about it and obviously it's been a lot of things going on lately that has been you know rather tough and rough and uh, and we have a lot of things that made us uh, you know very creative actually this is the thing the good thing in that is that when there is a lot of stuff going on you know things happens to you creatively and uh, we, we kind of use that opportunity instead of, you know, denying what is already um, happening or what's inside you. Then we just go, go, go with the feeling, feeling. Was that and hard? The, I mean, it is heavy. I, no, I mean, for me, it's always been the easiest uh, way. And, and I think also the heaviness that we have on this album is also like based on that. It is like the, the overall mood in the world is heavy at the moment mm. and this is what created heaviness so i mean at one point i think when we wrote the maximalism album it was then it was nothing there was no crisis there was just like good times we were touring everything was like great you know it was like happy pink clouds and stuff and i think you can also hear that on that album that it was like an easy time where we could focus on other things besides world problems so to speak yes <laughs> Oh man! Well, I mean, this album—it's got some uh, incredible guests on there. Who we got? We got uh, uh, Nura from Battle Beast. Love yeah. Nura. Um, Heidi from yeah, good Babies. Jeff yes. Loomis. Uh, yes. Man, who else? Then there was Perto and Elias Holmlid. Perto from Apocalyptica. Yeah. Uh, and Elias Holmlid from Dragonland uh, on the same song, Crystalline, playing the piano and cello. How good is that? That's awesome. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. And that's also one reason, like, this happened because of or thanks to the corona situation because usually all these people would be very busy on the road or so. Mm. So we wouldn't be able to, like, have those as guests probably in time. But now we could just, like, basically do come up with ideas spontaneously while in the studio because we know everybody was anyways home doing nothing. But no excuse. So, no, exactly. No excuse. <laughs> Nobody could say no. <laughs> it was like, we know what you're doing. We know you're not on the road. <laughs> yeah. You're doing what we're so, doing. So, yes. so do the so, thing. <laughs> yeah. So we kind of like roll with the situation, so to speak. That's awesome. And took the opportunities and the chances. 
Well, uh, I, uh, you know, I'm, as I said, I'm huge fans of, of Nura's and uh, I think she's amazing, amazing. See, it is getting late. Amazing at what she does. Uh, and you teamed up with her from, you know, on, on the track Strong, which is, uh, I love that song. Uh, the video for that looked like it was a hell of a lot of fun to do. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. We were, I, we got a, the idea, I got an idea, um, with the palms and us, like the two of us, like playing game, you know, uh, fire. And she always had her devil horns. Mm. Uh, that's her like trademark, you know. And I was like, but what should I wear then? I, I don't want to like have a princess crown or anything. So I was like, but what, if you're the devil, I can be Jesus. And then we did that and it was awesome. I was like, what about, what about the blood here in the forehead? <laughs> we, we went crazy and, and it, yeah, it was awesome. It was uh, it's really fun. I mean, this is the thing, kind of things you can do, like artistically. You can go nuts. And she also loves those kind of things. And we led a director who did all like the old hymn videos. He's from Finland. He's very like deep and, you know, oh, he's amazing. I think uh, he was also having like a great moment filming us girls laying there in the star, burning star. So yeah, it was a good day. Came out awesome, and you know what? It's a it's a very empowering song. That that one. Oh, good. That's yeah. the me. That's what we were hoping for. That's you know what? I, I reckon it should be the theme for that new Wonder Woman movie. Hey, credits! Imagine that. Just back that that Wonder Woman. Oh my god! Money train up to the. Maybe you can arrange it. Call them. I. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I don't know anyone. Hey, movie world's down the road from where I live. There you go. If you've ever been there, Warner Brothers Movie World, I'll just rock up and I'll really? go. Hey, I'll demand it. And they'll probably just uh, kick me out skidding on my ass across the concrete. But You're I'll like, try. I have another. Okay, <laughs> cool. Thank you. That's, that's, the, that's the best thing you can do. And that's the thing, like when it comes to movie scores, for, um, if, if uh, people want to use. Uh, one of your songs it's usually that there's someone in the crew that likes you know a certain song and then they because we try to like get uh, uh, help from our publishing which is um, uh, Warner Sheffield to like you know get a song I was like how hard can it be look at Roxette they had it must have been love but it's wasn't it that song like for uh, Pretty Woman back in the yes. day <laughs> that was it no that that was right and I'm old enough to have yeah. seen the movies so, I mean, ever since I saw that movie, I was like, oh my God, what if one day we would have a song in a movie? Or maybe it should be like Suicide Squad or something like that. Like Matrix 4. <laughs> hey, hey, it's coming. They're all coming. They're, yeah, but that's the thing. Part, fun, I, hope, I think so too. And that's the fun part with life, I guess, that you never know what's happening. I'll tag it. I'll tag it all in here because I think that would be the perfect track for it too. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Good. I... That was uh, very, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, and you've also got um, two different versions of Do or Die. And the single uh, of it includes Angela from, uh, well, used to be an arch enemy. Man, it's good mm -hmm. to hear her letting rip again. How did how'd that come about? Well, that was actually her idea. She she's, uh, started to manage uh, Amaranth two years ago. And... Um, um, She's been managing Argenemy ever since she quit. I don't know if people are aware of that, but anyways, yes. She's been there behind the scenes arranging things. 
But I mean, for some reason, she came up with this idea. She's been, uh, she's always been very focused on environmental questions and uh, she's a vegan and she's done all, all kinds of extreme things, you know. And uh, she's, we started to discuss it and I was like, yeah, sure, we don't really, ha we haven't approached ourselves as being, you know, these kind of, uh, we haven't approached um, ourselves as Amaranth touching upon these more serious subjects, like when it comes to environmental Yes. Uh, distractions and issues and stuff so she, she basically asked us if that was something we would like to do and we have though been writing songs in the past that is about the environment for example theory of everything stardust uh, and digital world is something that we wrote based upon you know how we watched the environment change during our uh, during the past 12 years or now, or so now. Um, but um, yeah, we said yes, yes. We, we're definitely up for that. And it's also nice, it was nice to do something in between albums because um, yeah, we didn't have, it, would, it was just fun because we got like, released this Sabaton cover and then we did a Powerwolf cover and I was like, yes, make, make more, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and she also had the video idea already finished because her husband is a video director. So they both have talked about like how they would want to make a video down in Spain, in Alicante, where they have their summer house uh, or vacation house and that like how it looks there. And that they would love to catch that on video right, where it's like super beautiful on one end, but on the other end, like you see all this, the death and the plastics and the, you know, the dark side of, uh, the paradise so to speak but and anyways she she asked us if we could write a song uh based on that idea so we did and we sent it to her and she's like cool let's do it and we recorded it and then uh, it was up and of course it was super awesome for us to to have anila back on the scene yeah. and like together with us that was something i would never ever have imagined you know like 10 20 years ago i would be like what are we going to make a song with Andy Lagosov? Like, really? Yeah, that was very cool. Crazy things happen in this life, mate. It's yeah, all unpredictable. It's all positive. Yes. It's all good. Well, <laughs> when it comes to music, I mean, right now, and, and, and Boom, the track Boom, I really love too. That is insane. That's got Heidi from Butcher Babies. Um, mm -hmm. Man, that groove and the chop. Man, so fun. So fun. Good. It's supposed to be fun, but it, I mean, like, because, I mean, how, how, how much can you complain, basically? Well, that's how much you can complain. <laughs> and that's how you solve problems when you get tired of all the bullshit. <laughs> so, yes, it's, it's, it's amazing. I also love it. It makes me actually really happy. Well, it, it sounds like you guys just uh, rocked up at her house at like 2 a.m., clutching a bottle of wine, banging on the door. You're like, come party. It's just oh, it's yeah, yeah. crazy vibes, man. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely create, created out of like, uh, you know, a fun idea late, late in a late night with a lot of booze. Yes. And uh, then there's like, the, and that's the funny thing with us. I think with the band it's like, we can uh, talk about something that seems totally crazy. And like an idea that is uh, in the back of our heads. And then we just decide that we do it. And of course, these things needs to have, you need to be inspired when you do it because you cannot force these kind of songs. Mm. They have to like, you have to feel like a need to really 
you know, write something as crazy. But yeah, it was very fun. And <laughs> yeah, it's really, uh, I wish people could have an insight in when we do the writing. And it's like funny when the chorus kicks in and I was like going to write the uh, melodies for the chorus. Like, I'm done with the politics. <laughs> oh, whatever, I can't reveal a song because I don't know when you're going to release this interview. But yeah, it was like, and then what would I like to say? I would like to say like, no. <laughs> uh, so you read, uh, it's it's the great, but I think that's you know you don't you don't always have to meet uh, like sadness and aggression and disappointment with hate. You can also you can do it with like just like in a fun funnier way. I, I agree, absolutely, and it's it is a fun song, and I think it's going to be huge when that's going to be one that everyone's going to be like, woo. So. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, we can't wait to see the reactions from from. Yeah, now it's going to be absolutely uh, awesome when this one drops. And of course, uh, one one question I've been wanting to ask you is going back to when you first discovered your voice. I call it the Peter Parker moment. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So it's that moment in time when you found that you had a voice and you could sing, and it's one. Do you remember that exact moment where you found your superpower? Not so ever. No, not wow. at all. I've seen videos of myself singing because um, I was uh, singing in a church choir when I was a kid. And I was three years old holding a mic, singing for the first time. Wow. Yeah, and I can't, I can't of course, not remember that at all. But obviously, I was very confident. I was like, I was like, <laughs> there was like some adults sitting on their knees, of course, like, you know, helping me hold the mic. But still, I was like rocking it, singing some... Uh, Song from um, Swedish, I think it's a song from David's Hus. Can you have internet news? I'm like, okay, but yeah, I can't remember that. So. Wow, there you go. And I'm but I feel I lucky. Was, uh, serenading I to, me. Uh, <laughs> I had to operate the Halsman Lena, um, these things that you keep in the, the balls here. Of the Vocal cords? Tonsils, tonsils, tonsils. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's the one. Uh, yep. I remember that though, because I had, I was, it was super easy to sing for me before. I loved my voice. It was very light and extremely light. And then I had to cut them off. I was in first grade and then I tried to sing afterwards and I couldn't. So I had to kind of start over again. And then my voice was much more deep. Oh, wait, is it the other way around? Does it get lighter when it cuts? The Cut the balls. <laughs> I can't remember, but it, it is actually, it does affect your voice. Yeah. And I hope it was towards the positive direction, but I remember I was really sad about it because me and my sister used to sing a lot together. We sang like harmonies every day. And then I was just suddenly having so much issues and I got this like, you know, stuff. And I was like, damn it. So I had to start over my practice. I I can't I never forget that and I wonder how my voice would sound like now if I didn't take them away. But maybe it was fate, mate. You oh, well, right? I, hope so. I hope so. Maybe Listen to you, but I mean, you're just killing it now. And uh, well, I definitely hope to see Thanks. you guys down here when uh, all the craziness calms down. That's for sure. Is that something that I you had really... planned? The thing is that we were finally starting to plan. Uh, and then we had to stop the planning 
but this is just like something also talking about faith i don't understand like why it has not been that we are have played in australia yet we're waiting thank we'll you waiting. because i've been proposing that i think this since the like second or third album at least I, i started to talk to you guys over there and i was like yes but we're gonna come next year i'm sure and then it's like no yeah next year and now it's been like 10 years or what it's it's crazy i i don't understand but maybe that's faith too because maybe if i come there i will get bitten by some poisoning no animal no and die no you'll be fine are you sure Yeah, because if you stay okay. in the main cities and you don't come to where <laughs> I live, where we've got brown snakes, which are the ones that <laughs> will kill you. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They found a red belly around uh, these parts the other day. Oh! <laughs> yeah. uh, well, that's the only thing that scares me. But I mean, I guess, um, I guess maybe there is some very positive surprise when we finally are able to come over to Australia. I, I really look forward to that. That's something I've been waiting for and look forward to a lot. It's going to be very exciting. Absolutely. Today. But I mean, usually we would do it then we go Japan and then Australia because I guess they would be kind, kind of combined together. But Annie Lagosso is really good at planning these things. So she already told us, like, why haven't you been in Australia? We're like, oh, we don't know. But she's like, I'm going to arrange that. So yeah. we have, uh, we, we trust Annie because Yes, she's going to fix that. Excellent. When we're allowed. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'll be there. That's for sure. Uh, of course, awesome. the new album manifest comes out on October 2nd through Nuclear Blast. Mate, thank you yeah. so much for hanging out on the show. And uh, I wish you and uh, the rest of the crew all the best. Stay safe and uh, all, uh, have a great day. No, I don't know what it is anymore. I know. It's so confusing. Yes, but for me, it's a, it's a day. Yes, it's a Have a great day. And you have a good night. I will. Go to bed and uh, sleep. Have uh, sweet dreams. Thank you. I will. I will. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to sleep and be up at four o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah. Good times. That's early. <laughs> awesome. Kids. Woo. <laughs> All right. I get it. I get it. Yeah. All right, mate. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Take care. Stay safe. You too. Bye. See you. See you soon. Bye. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. 